0: Welcome to no Bills Fan episode number 270. I'm your host alongside, uh, oh wait, I'm your host David Palermo. We should start there. Alongside me in the kitchen is Michael Smith, and we have on the call Ben Gramado. Now, you can find me and NumBillsFan no Fan at numbillsfan no Fan on Instagram. And uh, we do have a Facebook group that we don't use, so I boycott it. Mike Smith, where can we find you? You're Mike Smith, I'm Smith2406 on Instagram?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I'm MC smith 2406 on Instagram. You can check out my uh, business page, Mike's Assembly and Repair. Put all your fitness, furniture, play sets, gazebos. If it needs to be built, I got your back. Um, where do we find you on with that? Twitter, at FantasySmitty.com so is that, is that what the twitter handles are
0: i don't know sure. sure here we go i don't know so what is your do you have a website or a phone number or uh not a uh, phone number, just but like the, a,
1: my business page it, on facebook it's mike's assembling repair we do fitness repairs we build uh sheds pergolas play sets uh trampolines you know furniture you name it
0: yeah call mike um i put ben,
1: together dave's uh punching bag over here and i don't think he uses it
0: nope i got a few hits in on it um yeah mike just helped me screw in uh my garbage disposal i thought i knew how to do and i didn't know he how didn't. to do it he didn't No, nope, and i fucked it up but ben where can we find you you're killing it on tiktok what is the name for you this week on tiktok
2: um it's at num sports fan on tiktok and twitter is uh i think it's at ben gramado and instagram it's at ben underscore gramado
0: Cool. So that's G-R-I-M-A-U-D-O. You can find Ben in Twitter spaces. He's usually paired up. And uh, our friend Kevin Masseri from Cover One is in there all the time. And let me give a shout out to Kevin Masseri. If you don't know who Kevin is, Kevin is an old friend of the show. And he's always been into podcasting since the Buddy Nix days. I just found this out. And he had a podcast called Buddy Nixon or something like that. And um, he has a new podcast called Going Deep and it's on the cover one network it's really sweet and he's got a co-host that's pretty smart i forgot his name right off my right off the bat but mike. we're gonna we're gonna have kevin come on thank you his name is
2: i think it's mike uh, bunt is his last name
0: okay yeah good thought i did uh two i gotta actually get to the next episode the buffalo bills front seven special it's just like if i hear about defense i'm gonna jump on a nail in my fucking eye so um Pretty much, we're gonna have Ben come on, or not Ben, Kevin come on and talk more in depth O-line. We have literally been sitting here in pre-production arguing over O-line and running back, and I thought while we're hot, like, there's gonna be so many good draft shows. We don't need to do top three of each position, whatever, but I'm gonna give you guys a setup. Um, Real quick here, Ben just found my lead, and Mike, you'll know this. So Mike and I did a draft show years ago, the year they drafted Josh Allen, the year they drafted Tremaine Edmonds. And um, I made a lot of bold statements and ate a lot of crow for a bit, uh, but I did make it up by making in my in, in Mike's league, Mike named me Josh Allen Truther, Josh Allen's rookie year. And I decided, not because of it, but more of a joke, I did get a Josh Allen tattoo on my shin of him jumping in the, uh, over, the 40, or over the Vikings, so the first one. Because I saw Biden on the steps falling and, and then him emojied over it. So I thought that was really like cool um so yeah pretty much but I I called it like you know you're giving up two extra third round picks for Tremaine Edmonds and if if Josh Allen is that good you're not going to be able to sign one or both and the O-line needs time to develop and we've had five years of an inconsistent dog shit O-line and Mike called a lot of things out with the Josh Allen draft like not to get him all sorts of stuff because I thought to support Mike you can interject in a minute here but um, For the rest of the setup, we're here five years, six years later now, and the O-line is still a mess, okay? We found out behind the scenes that Spencer Brown was essentially, needed serious medical attention. I don't know if it's public, I'm not gonna talk about it, but before every game, he needed a pretty much, uh, I believe, an epidural, from what I heard. So, which sucks, because especially if you wanna evaluate it, he looks promising. Being cover for him in the presser and says, you know, he came up against smaller old linemen and whatever the fuck. You know, um, there's a lot of smoke. It's lying season. I don't buy shit right now. I'm not, I'm pretty numb to the Bills. Like, they just disappoint me. I haven't seen a draft rounds one through three where we get real good, impactful fucking players. Um, and and we're missing on the offensive side where the favorite points. So... Mike, do you have a rebuttal, real quick, on the on the draft show recap well, from five years ago, from six that years ago?
1: Draft. The one thing I did say is first we needed to protect the quarterback, which I don't know if the Bills have yet addressed the offensive line position. We'll find out soon enough. Second, I also said when they drafted Tremaine Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds was very young, and you know we talked about and we all mentioned how good he was, but the reality was if you were going to draft him, you had to keep him because the best. Part of Tremaine Edmonds I mean go back two years ago Everyone was calling him trash We got to get rid of him He's he's, He's a sore thumb He stands out He's this You heard it all across the league You heard it all across The Bills Nation Well now Rewind Or go forward A couple years oh, now he's one of the best in the league and now we can't keep him. So we drafted him young. We built him up. Now he's going to be a star and he's not on the roster. So it, it didn't make sense to draft somebody so young. And they should have jumped the gun on his contract two years ago when they could have been in a little more friendly than than this year. Um, but uh, the real issue to me is still the same as it was five years ago. We're not – moving the ball where there's not enough emphasis on the run game and the line is just not built to pass block or run block particularly well in either case
0: and, and it's been hard to, to and ben i'm gonna get to you in a sec it's been it's just to reflect here it's been hard being a bills fan because i started out objective i started out as like a bambi learning how media worked and i was like oh i'm gonna support him i watch all the pressers but i have to remember that that is put out very controlled from a billion a dollar team in a billions of dollar league, you know, and and when I see, you, you can't have it both ways in, in, in work. You can't have slow and suck and, and fast and great either. So when you're with Emmons, you can't go, oh, middle linebackers are a dime a dozen, give away two potential starters in third round picks that could have been a double out receiver, that could have been all linemen. They could have been Josh Allen assets in a point league where We see Brady getting rid of the ball in two and a half seconds. I don't care if it's Mario Williams, Darius in his prime, Williams, okay, and then Jerry Hughes. That ball was out. So when I see this team, how they're building it, defensive, defensive, defensive line, and then we get these cap anchors, which I want to do a series about just Brandon being cap anchors, and um, pretty much Starla Thule was signed after we were ripping on Darius for being a piece of shit of getting in trouble, and then... So, he gets signed for a boatload of money, which anchors the cap. And next thing you know, yeah, do I like Von Miller? Of course. But now he's anchoring the cap. It's fucking stupid to me. The team is built off. And pretty much that's what I want to dive in is like, dude, it's been hard to get shit on because Josh Allen is so good. I don't blame it. But, man, he covers up, I think, everything wrong with the Bills. I think there's a big disconnect in the scouting department on the pro personnel side and the college side because why is it we're getting late-round picks who show up and play but first to third, these guys aren't impactful? So, Ben, what I want to ask you to lead this off is what do you think in the first round, right off the bat, if you had to pick something, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Wide receiver, running back. Is, is there anything you see, like we were talking tight end earlier in the day, anything you see to get this conversation rolling where it needs to go? How does it fit to make, at least for me, the points? We need to favor the points here. Um, because I feel like the rules are, are, are built for it.
2: And- mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because, I mean – I'm just going off of uh, this draft board. And I mean, if you look at what the bills need and how this board is probably going to work out, like if you want a number two, like star boundary receiver, you're probably not going to find that in the first round. So unless, you know, you want to spend a first round pick on an undersized slot guy who might be very good in that specialized role, but, I mean, again, you look at some of the recent slot uh, draft selections, guys like Kadarius, Tony, and, uh, I mean, so, Wando Robinson was also drafted very high, so, I mean, they're good in their roles, but outside of their roles, it's not like they're going to win matchups or, you know, create separation on the outside, so I, I think you could honestly find a guy who could separate and a guy who could win matchups in the later round like this is a very deep by later Do you uh, means round two class.
0: three not to cut you off? But like
2: no, I mean you could find you could find running backs uh, or sorry not running backs You could find a wide receiver in this class who? Can start for you and be good. I mean, I mean honestly, I think this cl- this class is probably almost deeper than the 2020 class where they drafted Davis definitely not as good at the top but i mean there's a lot of guys who are going to be able to to play in the nfl
0: now can we dive right into it here we can get passionate
2: oh i mean do the
0: bills get a running back on an unproven o-line because uh, in pre-production let let me set it up here in pre-production we were all battling between is this O line better than the rankings and 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 now so mike do you want to set this up and dive in and Uh, and sort this okay set it up
2: you just just set it up perfectly for me because i mean if you have concerns about the o-line why are you gonna why were you banking on someone who has bigger question marks versus someone you know who's proven and I mean, is rated a lot higher coming out because, again, like he, he's shown flashes last about? season. But Cook finally comes out and puts it all together, you're banking on a guy who's never taken the ball more than 13 carries to come out and prove that he's a workhorse every down, three down running back. I'm not saying he can't be, but if you have questions about this whole Well, line, that's not the
0: plan. Are you talking why, James? Why, you're talking James Cook, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Talking
2: James Cook. Thing, if if you don't like this o line, I would almost feel like I mean a running back could actually, I mean, solve some of those issues. Not completely, but like I don't think James Cook is gonna line look better per se but i think it could work the other way around if you get someone like Bijan, because i think Bijan is good enough to make up for some of the deficiencies of the o-line i mean you look at guys like saquon barkley who were still able to i mean barkley a Giants had way less of a pass game than buffalo and outside of of one very dominant left tackle their line was a train wreck and I mean Barkley was still one of the best running backs in the league. So when you're that talented of a player and when you have a player who probably would have been drafted above Saquon Barkley, if they were to go in the same draft, I mean, I want to add someone like that to the offense Whoa, because ben, ben, you ben, never have to face eight man boxes with Josh Allen as your quarterback and his arm. And when you have the most accurate deep ball passer in the league, and you can add someone more talented than Saquon Barkley who you can then lean to if Josh ever gets hurt or you know the defense is ever
0: i mean Ben who are you, you talking about tell the, Ben Ben out. Ben Ben tell the audience who you're talking about you can't just go oh Dejon Robinson yeah. Yeah, like yeah, who yeah, is he where, where hold on hold on Robinson, who is he where do you expect him to go what school does he come from what style sure. running back is he what are we doing here because, there's mean, a lot of so, there's a lot of people like me who don't give a flying fuck about the bills right now, and I'm one of them. Okay. And and especially a running back, so, I, mean, I don't want to fucking who, hear about it. So fucking make draft, the case. I
2: mean, I mean, for anyone who hasn't been following the draft, like so. Me. Right. I mean, so I guess anyone who doesn't uh, follow college football, I mean, you're getting one of the best in an era when the position is now undervalued you're getting probably one of the best prospects that's came out in quite some time and a lot of people uh see some shades of barry sanders uh in him
0: so in I who mean, and what school did he go to it,
2: sorry B. John robinson out of texas who is i mean he has one of the i think he actually has the most forced tackles by a running back in a single college season since that became a recorded metric. So
0: So you're saying the Bills don't even need all They could just put him out there. No, O-lin, I'm not and saying and they don't
2: linemen. need an O-line, okay. but if you have Josh Allen, you're never really facing stacked boxes. And you look at what Saquon Barkley was kind of able to do for the Giants offense and an offense with a worse passing game that only had 15 passing touchdowns. You, get, you go to an – you put a player like that in an offense that's 37 passing touchdowns and a quarterback, I mean, who added eight rushing touchdowns himself, like, can you just imagine the RPOs? Well, you know,
1: when you speak RPOs and I think of a team that would really, really like Robinson's talent – What about the Eagles and the best offensive line in the NFL who just let go of Miles Sanders? They're sitting there right at 10.
2: I mean... That's a really good thought. I mean, I guess we'll see what they do because they also have to replace uh, Javon Hargrave. They got to replace...
1: Yeah, it's like um, you said though i mean david you Edwards, that, the that kind of talent i mean me if i'm a run heavy offense and my quarterbacks run my offensive line is rpo style we're doing a lot of movement a lot of power imagine upgrading a running back position on the number one offensive line that's why do you think the 49ers did so well they went out and got uh run dmc and bam they started looking phenomenal uh, out of the run game, so I think it's potential, and I'm not against the Bills grabbing him. I I think that would be a great pickup. I just don't see him sitting there at oh, 27. I, agree. You're I mean, right. I you mean, got the Bucks at drops, 19, Chargers at 21, Cowboys potentially could be looking at him. I mean, these are teams with better offensive lines and more geared to run because that's the other thing they want to run the ball more i think that's the buffalo bills biggest problem and this is where i've always had my issue with the bills and where i think differently than obviously being the spot i always think to start to build my team is the offensive line built from inside out because once you can run the ball it's a lot easier to throw the ball regardless who's thrown it. Then you have a superstar quarterback behind an amazing offensive line. Now you're lighting up the scoreboard. You can run when you want and throw. When you can run when you want, throwing any time is 10 times more dangerous. So um, I I would like to see the Bills grab them. I just think that – if the Bills wanted him, they have to trade up, and I don't know how much equity they have to get rid of to get him because he is gonna go high. I mean, a running back hasn't gone too high in the first. Well, I don't. A running back didn't go in the first round at all last year. Um, no, so.
2: last time a running back is I mean, there's two running backs that went in twenty-one. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, just... the
2: Bills were actually rumored to be heavy on a running back for twenty-one, like literally all the way up until the draft.
1: Yeah, I, I just Jackson I just don't think they're gonna get them. Us. So um, we'll see. I mean, I would like the talent. Um, I mean, but I I think over the past couple of years they focused so heavily on the defensive front seven, and that if they would have put that focus on the offensive line, I think the Bills would be in better position right now. So,
0: what are your thoughts, David? My thoughts are if I. Speechless. To, you know why I'm speechless is because I I feel like it's such a stop back with Dorsey. And I'm just so ahead. I'm just so good, used to reading the media now that um, I'm going to say here first, and I don't want to get into it. This is me talking my shit here, so it's documented. But like. There's are some storylines I call boiling the frog and, and, and long. It's a series I want to do. And one of them is if you look at Leslie Frazier, uh, you look at this, the coaching staff, you know, they hired a defensive assistant from Carolina who took over. You
2: know, the offense was actually better in 2022 than it was in 2021 with uh, Dorsey uh, instead of Dable.
1: Well, and it's also his first year, so we'll see. Yeah. But what else were you saying there, Dave, with the Oh sorry. The coordinators.
0: Um, the coach and the GM don't really understand that uh Josh Allen runs this shit. Yeah. And that um they this need is a to. franchise where Jack Eichel that coach that came out, of Eichel got fired. Okay. They 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 tanked to get Eichel. They tanked and liquidated a fucking roster and then put out a bunch of media saying how these players suck. And we've seen Nicole Roby Coleman get to the Super Bowl in the next year under a reasonable, you know, slot corner contract, you know, a developed player. Didn't even get to see a fucking down. Already on the cap. Already on the books. A lot of players that... We're too good for McDermott and Bean. And, and I've not seen a team. Yeah. Had, let me finish. Had, have such know, a I shitty agree, old line. And I'm just like, when I look at Frazier and we're talking about boiling a frog. What is boiling a frog? Well, look at the fucking pandemic. I was looked at like crazy, getting shadow banned for all the shit that can be said now. That can't, couldn't be said two years ago. We all know what that was. Statistics. What it means now is you got Leslie Frazier after they hired a dude from Carolina. Forgot his name off my bat. Off the bat, and they're saying that, oh, McDermott's going to call plays now. It's his defense. So whose fucking defense was it before? Because that's what the media says. So well, people need to pick one. So now you got this assistant guy who then all of a sudden Leslie Frazier is told to go on vacation. And then, oh, Sal Capaccio goes on the radio and goes, oh, well, well you know, McDermott did say an oppressor that, like, and, and Bean said an oppressor. Yeah, Bean said an oppressor that. They're pretty much, he doesn't rule out McDormand White not call all the plays, you know, meaning, oh, it's the slow frog boil for this defensive corner they brought in from Carolina to fucking take over. Okay. That's all it is. He's going to be the defensive corner. So the slow frog boil here, I'm calling out is Matt Milano is the linebacker. Uh-huh. He is the main linebacker. I don't, I don't really want to argue about it. But they're they're all pro. Uh, yeah. yeah and, but good. but other people are gonna be like, Oh no, they need to get a linebacker. won't they it's like, no, he's a fucking dude. Instinctually he's good and, One and, and of the fast. Best in the NFL. Exactly. And you'd be stupid not to have him on the field every down. So when I get in the draft season and I look at a team and they that can't his contract Yep and they can't play James Cook and, and, and they, 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 they get Kyrie Elam and he doesn't get he's a healthy scratch sometimes before you got hurt, you know? be playing next year and, and the thing is is dude i'm gonna lose my crap if this team doesn't figure out because we could say dorsey wasn't oh it was technically whatever okay well, let's eyeball test it there was no window dressing anymore with the mckenzie stuff there was no window dressing with a bunch of stuff to hide josh allen yeah. why stefan mm-hmm. Diggs losing his mind at games because josh allen isn't he's taking the clear out route, which I am dumb as fuck. What it means in man in terms is you send a streak and you send a dude pretty much underneath that somehow at what a fucking, uh, what do you call that? A slant? I don't know, but Diggs is open and pissed because he throws the Gabe Davis who's one-on-one, but Diggs is wide open in space. You know what I'm saying? So, I felt like Dable really reigned in Josh Allen and the whole team runs through Josh Allen and that motherfucker's holding on a ball longer than ever and they're not even, everybody in the league knows it's Allen and everybody else and that's the fucking problem and, and Josh Ken Dorsey should have never been given a chance to be the coordinator. He should have never even given a fucking shot. You have All a race right. car. No, you have a race car in a Super Bowl fucking window. No, so this ain't no. who been the
1: guy?
0: There, it's not. It's not a first-time coordinator. I'll tell you that. Why? That's it. Okay. okay. It's just so not Ken Dorsey. Do you
2: know, do you know why you pick a first-time world,
1: coordinator? No, nope, I don't
0: pick him.
2: Would it be Brian Dable? Doesn't matter. In your ideal world, okay, I'm just wondering. I'm, Doesn't I'm just matter. They're, they're, no, what I'm trying to tell oh, you is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Question. You have an elite no, quarterback,
0: and you you can. This is a different version of the Bills than we've ever had. You have an okay. elite quarterback. There, you can. The cream of sure. coordinator should rise to the top. Ken sure. Dorsey right. is it. I got it. a
2: question though. I have a question. If you could have kept Brian Dable as offensive coordinator, would you keep Brian Dable?
0: Hundred percent.
2: All
0: right, well, how, how about you give Dable an all-line networks?
2: All right, but okay, give Dable an all-line
0: networks. Question.
2: Why is it why is Brian he coach Dable, of the year? Why is
0: Dable coach of the year?
2: Okay, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is it that Brian Dable wanted to hire Ken Dorsey as his offensive coordinator until Dorsey stayed in Buffalo because Josh wanted him?
1: I think we're overanalyzing. and Dave, in particular, exactly. is come overanalyzing. On, like, I'm quiet because I'm ripping
0: a bong, bro. Don't don't get excited. I'm quiet because like, I'm ripping a bong. You're, you're I, fuck Ken Dorsey. Ken, I mean, Ken Dorsey has the double effect. UCL. He needs the Ken Dorsey like, needs to watch game tape on how the I, players were used. You
2: need to. You Dave. actually need to, Dave. You gotta look at it and and actually be. Both rational, of you, right? both of you, real, re, re was,
1: are was, terrible was, when it comes to letting any kind of development take place. <laughs> I mean, Dave is not going to let a, UCL. a he almost
2: needed coordinator <laughs> develop like then he had, has statistically like, one of the
1: best uh, first-year coordinator on, you know, productions Prouder, out of his quarterback.
0: But that's yo, still guys, 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 stop, yo, Ben, you're just fucking rambling. Mike, you're talking over him. I'm sorry, listeners, but like, what the fuck, dude?
2: No, no, no! I, I'm saying, Dave, Dave, you gotta listen. Like your Mike had a point. You've been going Tommy for three John fucking surgery. minutes. What? All right, but you are so off base on this Dorsey stuff. Like Dorsey I mean, sucks. On, I'm sorry, the offense. Went, the I suck sucks. OCs win Super Bowls.
0: Like come on. You got to uh, give hey, him a Hey, hey, buddy. Like, hey. Hey, hey is this UPL. the same like, is this the same coach that passed on Patrick Mahomes and the same staff no, that that Lamar Jackson could have fell to and they would have walked into the playoffs again? Yeah, it's the same staff. Okay? So I have no fucking confidence after 5 years of yeah, telling myself you know that being that fucking you, you know what stupid you got
2: in the Patrick Mahomes trade. You got you got like 3 players versus 1. So, I mean, what do you mean three players versus one? Wait, play. Who are the three, players, are the
0: three players? You got Trey White. You mean a diamond dozen corner?
2: What do you mean a diamond dozen corner? He was a top two corner in who, 21 who are the three players? he players ACL. Uh, I mean, Al- Allen was one of them that, you know, they helped get from the Holmes trade. They got the extra pick. I mean, White was another one. I think Teron Johnson, what they got from a pick in that. So that's three very good players they got from one. So
1: I just took Pat Mahomes myself.
0: Hey, hey, Super Bowl MVPs. The Bills passed on four of them in the last five years. How's that? Four. Four? Who's or is it four? three? Sorry, three. Three. Two Patty Mahomes and one Lamar Jackson. You know what the Bills don't need? Oh, a fucking DN. Wait, end. when does Lamar Jackson <laughs> win well,
1: the Super Bowl?
0: He was yeah, league MVP? On.
1: Oh,
0: league MVP. You just league, said you was Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, up. I'm not that what smart. I said entry. the wrong word. I said the wrong word. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. off. League MVP. I'm dying, hey, guys. hey, it's okay. We got Trey White, bro. We got a corner. We got a, a fucking number I mean, one corner. On. every Every year, t- year t- in the draft, there's a corner at 27. That's good. Let's stop. It's just okay. You know and, what I'm saying? Well, like,
1: can we kick the 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 table? Go the coordinator point, talk. It's that's still why you an offensive line. B. John issue.
2: Robinson, because there are not a B. John Robinson to pick twenty seven every year. But I don't know if he's gonna be there.
1: If he's there, take him.
0: All right. Yeah,
2: well, hundred percent.
0: So okay. So they're rolling with dog shit Dorsey, who throws a temper tantrum. Okay. So Mike. You talk now. You get a point in about not like what do you like with this B. John Robinson and running back thing? Not nah, I am stirring the pot between you guys on purpose here. I, I, but I like it's like, not
1: that I. It, Bish- he's a great back. He's got all the intangibles that you want out of a running back. Okay, it's great. I just don't think he's going to be there because he has all those intangibles, and it's clear. Like if you watch enough football. Every now and then a running back is going to come out especially more frequently because running backs have been pushed back in the draft They're not getting drafted early, but Saquon got drafted early Uh, well guys got drafted at 30, but then he got injured and then that was a, a flap But there there are a few running backs that are people are going to reach for and he's of that caliber I don't think he's going to be there at 27 and I sure don't think the bills are going to trade up to get him I could be wrong because nothing that the bills do ever surprises me and if they traded a second and a third to jump up six picks because just think just i mean they're at 27 so if they had to go all the way up to 15 they could end up having to give up obviously their first a second third and maybe a second or third and a following draft i don't know it's not going to be cheap to jump that many spots so i just don't see them getting them um like I said, I like to just build the line. And the, if, if they can have all these position players go and they can find themselves a nice interior offensive lineman, I would overload at that because no matter how we talk and it's easy to say they've addressed it, they've addressed it. Well, the Bills have added an offensive line in free agency I believe six years in a row right now and they keep on saying they're fixing the offensive line and they keep on saying hey we got this guy and we got this guy and they did good over here they did good over here well those were also different systems they're taking a player from one system put them in in their system and the player's failing sure so you have to find the player that can fit their system now if you have a running back like Robinson yeah he can make up for the deficiencies but bottom line is when you get stuffed in the face by a linebacker in the backfield in the NFL you're only covering up so much and there's only a few running backs and Mm -hmm. by few I mean Barry Sanders where he didn't have a great offensive line and he was still the great he was the greatest running back so yeah if you're gonna use a sentence like This guy can mask a terrible offensive line. Well, we can't use the super upper echelon of all running backs in NFL history as examples because the odds of – him being that good are rare even though he has the potential to be yeah matched. but he has he he's I mean he's got
2: all the tools and I mean he did it, it, in
1: it, dude, it dude the amount of running backs came out of the or came out of college with all the tools all the speed all the sacks yeah, all I mean, the no, athleticism all, all the hands like all gone. no there's been countless there's been twenty of them just like him with super high credentials where everyone said there's no way I mean, no there's one, no, no one way
2: But you're wrong, like because no one's done it like he has. No one's gone out there and done what he's done in a season. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Danes have never existed
1: in in college football. They never did.
2: What'd you say? No, I'm saying he's done something that's never been done in the history of college football. What's like that? he's a
1: special talent. What did he do? I that's mean, never been done in the history of college he, football. He
2: has the most uh, missed tackles by a running back in a single season. Like, I mean, he's a special talent. Like, and where does he's he got play? Great vision.
1: Where does he, he play? He plays
2: in Texas. Uh,
1: and they play. Against? I mean, he did it.
2: At, go. Uh, uh, okay, go back and watch the game he played against Bama. Like, you could t- you could say, oh, it's he's playing against weak defenses. He he destroyed Bama, and (laughs) wait a second, wait. Don't
1: don't use Bama as a as a scapegoat to your argument. No, he did it in a division. See, you you didn't say the SEC. He did it in Texas, which is what the big. what are they in the, big, the 12? big 12 okay so they're terrible at defense and then you mentioned bama who isn't anywhere as close statistically to the defensive powerhouse that they've been in the past 10 years they were dog shit last year and that's why they lost so many games well, last they were year dog
2: shit. It, they, they weren't as good in the passing game they but, I mean... were
1: atrocious do you know how many points that they gave up in comparison to their championship years
2: it's not yeah, okay, even okay you're going close. in comparison to their championship they're still a good defense like good you're acting good like your trash just because it wasn't good. good all right but here's the not thing Not a are you're moving the goal here mike I'm because you can't, you, you can't use it and say oh that wasn't the just because it wasn't a regular bama's defense it was still a very good defense
0: the goal, goal post ain't SCC even defense, there is what you're what, saying it's just a shorter field team, goal. what i'm saying SCC
2: is that's
1: not they weren't a top 10 defense Bama wasn't top ten. They weren't that good. They were, I they mean, were good. They weren't awful. They weren't like a bottom
2: tier defense. No, they're like, not. They're still Alabama. Like,
1: they still have the best players in the thing. But it's not like he did that against Georgia. Okay? Like, show mean, me the, against, show me a I mean, top ten defense against, he did that uh, against.
2: Against Baylor. Baylor Baylor is a top 10 defense. All right. He, okay, here's a stat line versus Baylor. 29 First 179 and two tutties, a top 10 defense. And that's what he did to them.
1: I'm not sure Baylor
2: That's one of the best defenses in the nation. And, I mean, under one of the best defensive coaches who's had a top 10 defense everywhere he's gone all the last five years at three different programs. So, I mean, he's done it against – that's an elite defense right there. Actually, I stand corrected. He actually did not play well against Bama, but I know uh, Quinn well, also got. It. Well, actually, no, he did. He played well against Bama. He just didn't run well. He caught three going, passes for seventy-three yards. I'm going. Like, if you got a running back who can give you that kind of impact, like average, he averages twenty-five yards reception in a game, like. Even if even if you can't do it passing, Baylor I mean, Baylor
1: gave up over three hundred and sixty yards a game. They're not even top fifty in in the league. They didn't face a top ten team. The top ten yards allowed. I mean, per Baylor's game, defense was none of them are in the Big Ten, and Georgia would be tenth in yards allowed. And then you had Kentucky and Alabama. The best defense they went against was. Alabama. So you just made the argument that his worst game was against the best defense he played, which okay, makes but sense. Still, he,
2: his quarterback was hurt, and I mean he still had over a hundred yards from scrimmage. Like,
1: no, oh yeah, I watched the game. I mean their quarterback, but the backup came in and did very well. They actually almost beat Bama because, like I said, Bama's not that good last year. But no, I know that. Is, but the bottom line is what I'm saying is I get what you're saying. But the hype train's gotta—you gotta put some brakes on the hype train because the reality is to say there's never been there's been there's been a lot a lot a
2: lot
0: a lot okay but not
2: okay but none none of them have put up those numbers though so to say there has been there hasn't
0: Ben can I can I t- let me twist this argument sure. not let me twist this combo because I, I love this running back conversation so here's where I'm concerned is a numb Bills idiot here that is just like yeah I don't give a fuck um. So, as not-giving-a-fuck-giving-a-fuck I who talks to somebody about the Bills every day on the phone but doesn't make the content, um, the thing with running back is coaches, whether we want to agree or not, if you can't pass protect, you ain't the X-factor, homie. That's it. Sure. So, when this kid, when, when CJ Speller says coming out, Oh wow, the defensive ends in this league are fast, and it's fucking preseason, or it might have been OTAs or something. He says that it's like, uh oh, Spaghettiio. So what I'm saying with running back is, I I I actually have an interesting theory with running back that's gonna shock both of you. So if you remember, us with nothing, do you remember when Brady played the Bills years ago under the Fitz Magic years? They had the one dude Scott. Did they beat the Bills that game? No, not this one. This
1: one, the one was one of the little giants games.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So check it. So they had Feel they they dog. started playing the the one linebacker safety dude Scott out there as an extra, right? So around. pretty much what you had is you only had like two linebackers out there. What did Brady do? He audible and just ran the ball, and that's when they ran all over the Bills. He just kept audibling it, right? My point to you is I believe the rosters have thinned out enough and and the players have gotten you, okay. you know what I'm saying Mike
1: You're saying lighter the, the overall, yeah, right so now there's a lot more speed than size Right so what I'm saying
0: is yes. is now I think it's an advantage if you have a Dorsey and an Allen and an Allen who's going to hold the ball a lot I, I, to me he's going to go out of the pocket anyways but, why but not here's ha- the hold, thing. Let me let me okay. make my point Oh okay I'm not even done Keep going. Like oh, sorry, I what thought you what if finished. Go. what if this dude in, in this running back, right? If you had a line that was built more for running, okay, which is crazy to say because old linemen were always run run first, right? And, and that's how you got these old linemen to gel out the gate as running the ball because that's what they like to do, they like to fuck shit up. Pass protection is a lot more of a paranoid thing, it seems, too, and a big cohesion there. But a great way to develop is by running the rock. So as far as Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen, if this motherfucker holds on to the ball, Josh Allen's going to be downfield anyways. I need monsters. That's what I miss of Feliciano. He wasn't a great O-lineman. A lot of people shit all over But you know what that dude had? An attitude that I felt that O-line has missed, since he has been injured and didn't play with the Bills. so what it, what, a set of balls. So what it means is I can actually see a running back that has all the intangibles, and if he could pass protect, and you had the right offensive line, by all means, I I find it funny. People go, like, oh, Derrick Henry's dead. It's like, no, he's fucking not. These guys didn't forget how to play football, and I hate it. It's disrespectful. You could do it. Where'd you go? could do it with, with, with this dude.
1: Where'd Derrick Henry go?
0: I don't even know. So hey, well, where kind
1: kinder go? What
0: I'm telling you is that dude was knocking people on their ass because the roster's thinned out. So if you got that back that can do it, I don't have a problem. It's just the Bills have proven to be scared to play fucking players, uh, and, and, and they draft horrible too. By the way, because That's they double the they, that, they, they double up on the position like defensive end and Basham and up and the same draft. I, I get that that that. Bash can play out, you know what I mean? In or out or whatever. But it, it just sucks, dude. Like, th- not same draft, but like staggering year to year, the same fucking position. When are these guys going to get the reps You get Rousseau after those two? You know what I mean? It's just all over the place. So as far as running back, are the Bills going to play him? Are they set up to run it? It, it, it? If they could do it, it could really be awesome. Because as Mike said earlier, if you can run the ball anytime it's not just that you're in control sure. of the game. You're in control of the game psychologically. Well, it's
2: also – I mean, think about this. It's also – it helps the passing in, too, and it takes pressure off his shoulder because you talk about – people talk game. about – people talk about Cowboy Ball and Allen running around like a chicken with his head chopped off at times and how Dorsey, you know, just basically called four verts all, all game long. The Cowboys won but the Super
1: Bowl if you, you look at You look
2: at how Kansas City's ago. offense adapted – in the 2021 season, when Mahomes started throwing all those picks and they lost all of those games, when teams started adjusting and playing the cover too shell, what did the Chiefs do, you know, to respond to that? They decided to go with a more West Coast-style offense where they throw the ball more to the running backs, the tight ends, and it's a lot more quick passes and short passes. They rely a lot more on, you know, yards after catch, something that the Bills actually, if you if you pull up the numbers – they were right near the bottom of the league as far as, you know, reception after catch yards. So their yak was not very good compared to teams like Cincinnati and Kansas City who got a lot of chunk of their offensive, you know, yards after the catch versus Buffalo. A lot of it came in air yards. Well, if you want to reduce that, obviously you bring in weapons like Sherfield and Hardy who have good experience doing that, but you also... Do that by bringing in more pass-catching running backs, and I mean Mahomes loves throwing it to his running backs. And if you look at Tom Brady, he got to the Hall of Fame basically by by checking it down and throwing it, you know, to running backs. So if you want to make the offense better, this is the worst better, fucking wanna, thing I've ever
0: heard in my life. If you as far as give
2: a safety Josh blanket Allen. to Josh Allen, how do you do that other than a true elite pass-catching back?
0: Ben. I mean, Ben, I, mean, I think that's the worst argument, to be honest with you. I think the reason for a running not, back is because you, you get dictate a running it.
2: back who could catch, who could run, who could do everything. They're another elite offensive Where weapon. did Tom
0: Brady's offensive line rank usually?
2: I mean, but also look at Tom Brady's how quickly they got The ball out. It was all played. out. Tom Brady had a top ten
1: offensive line and a top ten defense. That's why Tom Brady's got more. And they always, they always ran the ball well too. No three things. This is three reasons why Tom Brady has more Super Bowls. Will always have more Super Bowl rings than everybody. He had a top ten offensive line. He had a top ten defense, and the icing on the cake is he never did the Aaron Rodgers thing where Aaron Rodgers just takes, there's like Aaron Rodgers just literally took a three year extension with the Jets for like $150 million. He is a massive amount of that Jets contra, uh, uh, cap. There's no way they're going to compete in their division, let alone the AFC. So that's why. So you can't just, like, say that because the one thing Tom Brady always had, and it, remember in the beginning, Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady. Tom Brady was like Trent Dilfer, and they had a stack defense. The line was incredible. They could run the ball at will. And and Bill Belichick obviously was a savant at coordinating those players and maybe not the best situation for players and not everybody liked playing there, but they won. Right. But I'm talking about
2: later on in his career, a lot of it came to play design and execution. Look at the average time Brady got the ball out. A lot of it was because of where he was passing it.
1: Yeah. Personnel. You also I got to – everyone's quick to talk about what they should and we should do this and we should do that. doesn't matter what you should and should not do. You got to have the players to do it. And if you ain't got the players, you can't do this quick, you can't do that quick because they're not going to be open. Not going to be open. I like when they get the ball out quick, but if you don't have someone open immediately, it doesn't matter how fast the ball is coming out because it's going to be going to the wrong team. So, yeah, Tom Brady was great at that because they had – excellent pass catching running backs they had excellent slot wide receivers and he probably put a couple in the hall of fame okay so edelman really? and welker and and um branch and 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 more i can't even think of them off the top of my head but he had excellent people that were running around in his slots his entire life so that's not even the thing the problem is the bills Offensive line. Dave's overcritical of the coordinator, which I don't think that's much of a problem. This is his first year. You got to give the guy some slack. Yeah. He did pretty good in his first year statistically. It's Q cool when we have trying words.
0: Not 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 a, a possible MVP and of the league.
1: Not only statistically, but the wins and okay, losses well, who speak else for are themselves for them in? Dave, Dave, don't worry about okay. that, anyways. And secondly, yeah, this is great. Let's get a running back. But the bottom line is, I'm looking over your your your. Breakdown of the running back, and I'm looking at all the teams that he played against last year. Most of them are what player are we talking about, the Mike? T- the running back, uh, Robinson
0: from tell the audience
1: from Texas. Most of these defenses aren't in the top 50, so yeah, they give up a ton of yards like they do. Like, I'm going down the list, let's go to defenses that were in the big 10 that are in the top 50. I'll, I'll let you know when I get to one. I mean, but one. here's the thing, Mike. I I'm going to let you know when I get to this. one because I'm at 25 and I haven't found one yet. Uh, 28, 30, 35. Um, no, Missouri's not there. Mississippi State. Uh, App State, no. Rutgers, no, 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 no. LSU, no. Maryland, Virginia, no, no. Literally, the only top 50 defense they played last year was Alabama. So, yeah, he did something that no one's ever done in college football. He also did it against people that have been putting up ridiculous stats against everybody anyways. So, yeah, if he had done that in the SEC, that's different. But he did it in the
2: Big 12 where they give up a yeah, ton of yards I mean, how and many, can't tackle how, okay. can't do nothing. But how many uh, outside of Georgia, how many top 50 defenses were in the SEC last year in Alabama? Like, uh, the SEC –
1: for SEC, basically all of them. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six. Six of the top 50 defenses are SEC. All right. So uh-huh. then you got SEC. The 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 best probable defensive conference
2: would have been. Um, probably the Big Ten. The Big Ten. The problem is, yeah, exactly. But here's the thing, Mike. When you're looking at those stats and stuff like that, it matters. Those stats, uh, no, it doesn't. Those stats are gonna—they're not gonna be totally accurate because when you look at a conference like they're gonna be skewed. That play—they are very skewed, correct? Because outside of Ohio State and Michigan, no team in the Big Ten plays offense or even has like a like an NFL level quarterback. I mean Maryland had a decent offense, but like it's very skewed Illinois versus was the big third, twelve. Iowa State it's fourth, skewed vice versa. Michigan all six, the offensive talent
1: Minnesota ninth uh, oh,
2: I mean, all right. They put I mean, but they're all going up against terrible offenses. Look at Iowa. Like Iowa almost lost to like South Dakota State or whatever. Like I mean, they had some truly putrid yeah, offenses. I get, like, it's cute, you want to talk about, talk what about top you, 50, look up top 50 offenses look and look up at how top, many are in. Look up five-star
1: recruits in the SEC versus the Big 12 on defense. Look that up. Look up first round draft picks. Here's another statistic. Look at first round draft picks in this year's draft. Look at how many of his competition is going in the first round on defense versus the SEC or the Big Ten. Look at that. Yeah, but I mean, so you want to talk a lot skewed, of, yes, I mean, but, but look at the draft. I guarantee is, you, in the first three the rounds, they will destroy now. the Big 12 by double, triple amount easily. So, yeah, but I mean, it's harder to that, miss but... tackles against players that are going to be drafted in the first round versus players that aren't drafted at all. So, you got to take that in consideration. Trust me, I played the position, I know how it works. OK, it's easy to run through when the lines opened up and there's a lot of space in and, and the SEC. There's not a lot of space. You got to create the space. So I know he's got all the intangibles, but I'm saying it, it helped to play in a week conference. OK, but hey, let's wrap this guys up because, uh, you know, so Sunday. Got to relax a little bit. I did hit a four teamer today. It
0: was a beautiful thing for Iraq, so well, that's a rack. Um, well, yeah, that was great, Ben. Where can we find you on TikTok? Oh, numb sports fan. All right, where else? Twitter, Twitter Spaces, right?
2: Oh,
0: should be able to find me on Twitter. Yep. Okay, this has been our, our first episode, really. I mean, of like, for I get for what the you're draft. saying,
2: but I mean, really though, like.
1: Hey, we're gonna find out. That's that's the. Yo, hold on, game. Ben, ben, like,
0: ben, 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 Ben. Let's pick this conversation up sure. for the next show in a few days. We're gonna do a bunch of shows for the draft.
1: What'll well, be great when we have uh we'll have
0: Kevin come Kevin on
1: talk about the line, and maybe he can maybe he can make your argument better.
0: And, and maybe what I'll do is I'll package up and I'll go to Mike's house. We'll, we'll podcast from his and the dungeon. Maybe, maybe we'll get Kevin to come into or the we dungeon. Could,
1: yo, you know where we could do it? We could do it the the show. We'll put up some cameras we'll do it right in the weight room
0: oh that's right baby dude, that's we can iron. Pump some
1: iron uh-huh. i can get the old 60 pound 70
0: pound yeah dude, yeah, dude. The, ben. Little shoulder roll ben, are you gonna come through or and oh, shoulder yeah. roll or yeah, shoulder
1: roll through Maybe. the press dude we got to, dude we, we just we just set up the bag we got a new uh punching bag same thing similar to what you got but then we also got the speed one you know the one that kind of pins from top to bottom You got a dodge. You know, we got them all. We got the gloves and everything. UFC gloves so you can hit the bag and hit the weights. Yeah. As long as
0: it means fuck shit up. That's all I'm there for.
1: Dude, I'm probably going to knock the bag right off. So it might not be there when you guys get there. Well, we
0: just lost Ben. I don't know where he went. But uh, this has been Bills Fan Draft Show episode number... uh, 270. There was a 269. It's up on YouTube, and I'm probably too lazy to rip it off because I don't give a fuck. Bruh. And uh, thank you for tuning in to Nump Bills fan. Mike Smith, where can we find you, buddy? Run uh, one more time. I mean, at Twitter, I think it's at Fantasy Smitty, uh,
1: MC Smith 2406. Um, and, and your business. Now, he sets up oh, treadmills, yeah, punch bags, you the name big it. One.
0: Handyman work, too. I do driver work. You need your ceiling smoothed out anywhere from Rochester to Syracuse? Fucking call me on the finger Lakes? Yeah, good price went up. Okay? <laughs> so And I'm staring at the lake right now in Canada going, see if my invoices get turned down. No, go fuck yourself, but I'll make your ceilings nice. But for real though. No, uh, yeah. Mike does a fine job setting up stuff and uh I'm the best. He even did it for Doug Whaley. I mean, I don't know if he got Remember that time you uh, set up well, Doug Whaley? D- uh,
1: Doug Whaley got uh, a max trainer. Yeah, that is a fitness equipment. Now he lives over in uh, uh, a little nook over there, and I've been in that little nook. I forget what, the, what it's called over there, but a lot of players uh, – Live over there. I did a job one time. Don't give
0: out where the fucking people I live.
1: don't know where it is, so I can't. I just know it's a nook. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, she's like the, the, the hockey players. And this is when they had Jack Eichel. There was like two or three of them living on the same street. She said it's so cute. They all just carpool together and, and go off to the games and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, nice little neighborhood over there.
0: Do you still have Doug Weewee's number?
1: I mean... Technically, every
0: single order I have ever done, you got a free part and you forgot to give it to them? Every just literally every order, I can I can
1: look it up. Like I could literally (laughs) probably go on my phone because if I just put in the customer's last name and it'll pull up the only I've only done one, (laughs) Doug Whaley. But it may have been been under one of either his wife's name or the grandmother's name. I don't know. He wasn't clearly there that day, but it was a nice home, nice place,
0: nice condo. And where do we find your page on Facebook, bro?
1: Oh, yeah, that's the big one. That's the one you guys are all going to want to take a look at. Mike's assembly and repair. I mean, doing real fine work. I mean, you actually can see some of my work. Go into BJ's, take a look at the play sets. Go into Sam's Club if you're out in Buffalo area. Go to those Sam's Club, take a look at the pergolos and the gazebos put up there. I actually got to go put up the store display of a play set out there as well. So you can see some of my work on yeah. display in stores as well.
0: And if you get really mad at the draft, like I probably will, because every fucking year I am Brandon Bean counter. Um, he can't count beans, fucking ruins my day with the draft. And, um, an dude, it. they're not, they're too I know, stupid. But that's what I said, dude. They're too stupid. They love them, some of them love, 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 love. I loves. love some offense. I'm just lineman. saying, if you get really mad and you throw anything in the wall, I got you. Okay, you throw your kids head on the wall. I won't tell anybody. I understand. Um, but thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, David Palermo. Find me at David J. Palermo on Instagram. I'm an Instagram celebrity to myself and uh numb bills fan everywhere thank you for listening and it's and it's numb bills fan because i used to give a fuck i expected a time where i wouldn't give a fuck and i give a fuck a lot more than i did two years ago but in my own defense my life before the pandemic was uh a lot of personal shit so thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll be back with more draft shows we got tampa dave making an appearance if you don't know tampa dave's from buffalo he's a fucking man he lives in tampa bay because he evacuated he said fuck this but he will be back, and we will argue more with Ben and uh, each other. Toodles. Deuce.